video ads have emerged as the hidden treasure of social media marketing. And on this episode, we have a discussion with Jace Vernon, owner of the video marketing company Y Inc. Marketing, about how to get the most out of Facebook and Instagram video ads. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, where we discuss the world of videos for marketing and business purposes. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo, and I'm joined by my colleague Brendan Cardi, Head Writer, Creative Story Lead at ThinkMojo, and later on we're going to be joined by Jace Vernon from Y Inc. Marketing, and we're going to be talking today about Facebook, Instagram, and even Gmail video ads. It's going to be a, a really cool episode, but first of all, I want to say... Happy birthday to my colleague uh, and co-host, uh, Brendan. Yes. Thank uh, you, Joel. I was trying to keep it secret. Song, but but um, I'll embarrass you with a, a call out a happy birthday. I, I appreciate that. And uh, I got your uh, I got your gift and I've already thrown it away. So All thank right. you. <laughs> well, it was not a video gift, but no. today's video gift is talking about something that uh, is just an increasingly important part of video marketing, especially for those companies that are consumer-facing, and that is using the power of Facebook, of Instagram, Gmail, and how do you use that using video, video marketing, and video ads. So with that, I'd like to bring in our guest, uh, Jace Vernon. Jace, thank you for joining us today. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, and by the way, happy birthday! How Thank you, Jace. You? <laughs> uh, it's my it's my Jesus birthday. I'm 33. Nice. This yeah. should be your most productive year. Then this is uh, Jesus got a lot done at 33. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to my 33rd. Right. It'll yeah. it'll come eventually, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about why why would somebody want to use Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail for a video ad. Um, well, like probably a lot of your audience knows, big thing is that's where the people are at. I mean, you're seeing more and more Facebook ads are working, Instagram video ads are working and also Gmail ads, which we'll discuss. But as far as Instagram and Facebook, that's where the eyes are. I mean, I have a wife that, what do you think they're doing at night for a couple hours? Some of them, they just sit there and scroll through their feed, Instagram feed, and they're waiting for something to pop up for them to buy. I'm curious, Jay. So you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that as we we know everybody is addicted to their their social media feeds, but I'm wondering, are do you find that some people there's some resistance to having ads on their social media feeds where they feel like they're in some sort of you know familiar space where ads are kind of an invasion? Do you how, how do you deal with that uh, potential interpretation? Um, usually, people are upset if the ads don't apply to them, but if you get good enough and you do right targeting. Like my, my wife's all about getting the right clothes ad. They like seeing boutique ads. Um, so usually if you're throwing in a random ad that has nothing to do with that actual person, that's when they're starting to get upset. But as long as you stay with their same interests, I mean, I don't mm. mind seeing ads. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And when I see an ad, you can just flip right through it. So 
It sounds interesting. It's almost like we have gone back to the beginning of the internet when people were surfing the internet uh, out of curiosity. Oh, look, I found this website or whatever. It's, is there a component of discovery? Uh, you said people are scrolling down their Instagram and their Facebook feed looking for something interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, take, I don't know if you guys do, but when I'm on Facebook and I'm just scrolling down, whenever I see anything about video marketing or SEO or businesses, I mean, it does catch my eye and I just stop and I read it. Uh, I notice that with almost everyone. That's why it works. That's why the stuff we run and the ads and why you're seeing so many people have so much success on Facebook and Instagram right now. So, Jace, what would you say is the difference between a Facebook or Instagram ad? And a traditional ad. Is there something, is it a, a specific style that's unique to the medium? You mean uh, the difference between a standard Facebook ad and a video ad or basically just a straight on? Well, yeah, typical... it, the, the typical ad you would see, obviously there's going to be video ads on Facebook, but also uh, static ads on Facebook. But just in general, the, the, both kinds of of Facebook ads, how are those different? Just social media ads in general different than you know a television ad or things like that. Oh, well, main thing is they're actually targeted. Um, many of you guys, like I started watching yesterday. I was watching the Olympics, and I first thing I noticed was these commercials are too long. I can't take them because I'm so used to DVR and stuff, um, and they don't apply to me. I you see so many commercials that just don't apply. Well, on Facebook, you can actually target in a lot more on your audience. You can actually serve them up a lot better ads than any other medium. It's like driving down. I always think of it as billboards. When you're driving down the freeway, maybe one in 10 of billboards or maybe one in a hundred billboards apply to you. Well, if you're good at targeting on Facebook and Instagram, you're able to actually have an ad that applies to your audience. So it's almost like the ads... So it's almost like the ads exist a little further down the sales funnel then where your TV ad is just trying to get brand awareness. But by the time these are pre-qualified viewers, essentially, if you've done your, your research properly. So by the time they see your social media ad, you know that they're generally interested in what you have to offer. So you can just get into more detail. Yeah. And, and some of the stuff which I assume some of your past clients have talked about. But with Facebook, the most success we've had are with what's called lookalike audiences. So we're able to go out there and put a tag or a little cookie code on our thank you page, on our actually conversion, on the actual conversion page. And then we go into Facebook and say, okay, Facebook, we want you to create an audience of people that look alike or that look like these people that have hit our conversion page. And then the algorithm, their computer algorithm goes out there and builds you a million person audience or up to 10 million if you want. A million person audience of those people that look like the people that converted on your web page. So there's a lot of little tips and tricks you can do with Instagram and Facebook that you can't do. I mean, you imagine if we were watching TV and all of us got cookied and they knew what ads we were watching. Well, Facebook and Instagram, you can do that. Wow. So what would you say? Would you say that would be perhaps the most important part of creating a video ad campaign, uh, making sure that the back end of it is working for you? Is it less the message and the video itself, or is it the be able to get the information of people viewing it? No. Um, if we back up a bit, the, the video actually is extremely important. Whenever you go to run ads, like I've had a lot of clients that say, hey, we did a commercial. 
can you take that and use that on Facebook and Instagram? And actually, it's bombed many times. Um, and so step number one, whenever you're starting a video campaign, you need to make sure your video is done correctly. And there's a couple things we like to do when we design a video. First thing you need to do is have something that grabs their attention. Always go back to headline, problem, solution, call to action, those four steps. But whenever you create your first five seconds, I mean, that first five seconds has to at least grab their attention. Then you have to hit their pain points. Then you have to explain to them why you're going to be the solution. And then you have to do a strong call to action. And then if you notice, almost all videos are created. Well, good videos are created that way. If you don't have some type of structure to get them to go to a landing page, I mean, you're just throwing money out the door. So, Well, especially on... Uh, especially in the environment of Facebook and Instagram, where this is an audience, even though you may have filtered it down in, in terms of, hey, I want it to go to these people, those people, you know, that demographic. Still, you're serving something up that they didn't ask for. Somebody who's come to your website and seen, a, let's say, a, a marketing ad on your website, they've already made some degree of an effort to get there. They're somewhat further down a marketing funnel. So... Perhaps that first five seconds of grabbing their attention is as, as as important as it is on a website marketing ad. It's even that more critical in a uh, in a consumer facing uh, video. Mm-hmm. And is part of it the uh, you know just the scroll factor? You know because you gotta you gotta get them before they they physically just keep moving their thumb moving. past them. So I would imagine that you know stylistically. And those five seconds may even be generous. You know, like you almost have to get them immediately, give them something that just visually tugs them in. Yeah. And and I always go back to entertain first, educate second. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to disrupt somebody, I like to make it entertaining. I mean, we came out with an ad a while back where a guy jumped out from the screen. He pulled out a bazooka gun and went to blow up the skip sign on YouTube. So as that skip sign appeared... He went to blow it up. Obviously, it didn't work. He walks off disappointing. And then after that first five-second introduction of just kind of entertainment, we went in and started to educate. And we got comments all the time that, hey, this is the first YouTube ad I've, I've liked, I've watched, I've enjoyed. And I found something you need to pay attention to is mobile versus desktop. It, I don't really click on a lot of ads that go through my mobile feeds. Um, but on desktop, I see a lot higher conversion rate. I click on a lot more ads because you're driving them out to websites, which usually it, it's just a better user experience on desktop. I don't really click out on mobile. So when I run ads, I'm pretty scarce on mobile, I guess I should say. Even though mobile search, I mean, you saw the other day, it's past desktop by it's 60% of searches now. Right, so. that really flies in the face of what the statistics seem to be showing. Uh, we did a podcast uh, a while ago about attention, and it was an interesting statistic that the cl- the, the closer a screen was to your face, the more attention you would give to a video. So a television <clears throat> which is 10, 12 feet away you have less attention. You can get up. You can walk around. You can go to the kitchen. You know, go to the refrigerator. You can still hear. You know what's going in the background. You know, a, a computer. You know, is you know a foot away, and it's you know it's got more attention. But that 
that mobile device that's right in your face, somebody's going to give it the most amount of attention. It's harder to multitask. I wonder though the uh, with uh, people not clicking through on on uh, mobile, what you know we can, I guess we can only guess what that reason would be. I wonder if it's just screen size though. You know, like they don't want to leave what they're on right now. On desktop, you can have two things going at once, so it's not as much of a commitment. But on mobile, it's like, do I want to completely leave where I am right yeah. now? It seems like more of a commitment. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I mean, I just kind of go with my own sentiments on that, and I just very rarely do I leave the application in mobile to go click on that and leave that to go out. But it'll change. I mean, they'll figure out a way to make it a little more attractive for us well, advertisers. Yeah, as the uh, as the platform gets uh, more advanced, I think that's a good spot. We'll uh, we'll take a break just to get a word from our sponsors. We'll come back with Jace Vernon from Y Inc Marketing and discuss the uh, social media ads in a little more detail. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. In today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need to drive long term growth. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash smart video and mention smart videos for an exclusive offer. ThinkMojo, smart video for modern business. So welcome back to Video Marketing 2.0. We're here with Jace Vernon from Y Inc. Marketing. And we're going to go into a little more detail about social media ads and how they work, how they're measured, and uh, how to formulate a campaign. So Jace, you were talking about the how to measure uh, different campaigns. And I'm wondering, what is it, uh, do you use any particular services, any particular uh, hosting services that are specific to social media campaigns? And what do you, what, what are some of the metrics that you use to measure whether a particular ad is successful? Okay. So if you're planning on running video ads, you need three things. You need to make sure you have a good YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, YouTube, I love to have all your videos on YouTube. So have your YouTube channel set up. Make sure that YouTube channel is has your website on it. Your social media attached has a call to action for your cover photo. There's just a few things that you need to have in place. Okay, once you have your YouTube channel, obviously you need to have an AdWords account. Google AdWords, that's going to allow you to run ads. And then a Facebook account that is attached to your Instagram account. And then I like to have my... Google Analytics. With that, with those four things, you're able to run ads, you're able to track ads, you're able to build your audiences, and upload audiences, whatever you need to do. And it's just an AdWords account, an analytics account, a Facebook account, and a YouTube channel. Those three things, four things. And do you find that, uh, are you getting to see uh, analytics on the video itself? Like, how far down the engagement rate goes, like, to, you know, if it's a 15-second video, are you able to see when viewers are maybe scrolling past it? Like, okay, so they're, you know, I have viewers until seven seconds, but then something's happening, they're yeah. dropping off. Yeah, percentage-wise, when you attach your analytics to your YouTube channel, it opens up the door to see a lot more analytics on your videos. Now, with Facebook, no, when you upload an actual video into Facebook, their their tracking's not that great right now, but on YouTube and YouTube ads and in-stream, all those places, you can see what's going on with your traffic. So they'll show your drop-off rates and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Should somebody use both Facebook and Instagram for the same ad? Well, yeah, you, they run on the same platform, but I separate them at, out. 
So I'll create one ad for Facebook and then I'll create that same ad and do it just to Instagram. That way when I'm tracking, mm. I can get a little, little better feel for the numbers. So, And when a, client is, when a client is looking, you know, they, they, I'm sure that you can supply them with a ton of analytics, right? What, is, what are the things that they want to see? I mean, they, they probably don't understand all of it. So it comes down to, I'm sure, a few metrics that over and over again clients are looking for. What are those? Okay, they love to see their views. They want to see their view count go up. So that's one. Um, they want to know conversions. It has to, a lot of them want a return on investment. So my conversions, and I do that right there through Google Analytics. You can, tra- you can set up a conversion code. You also do it in AdWords. And then also in Facebook, you put your conversion pixel. Okay, so all of those things have to be in place, and you want to make sure you're tracking your actual conversions, whether it be a sign-up, whether it be a sell. But at the end of the day, clients want to see a return on investment, so you need to be able to show them the conversions. So rule of thumb, and depending on how big your thumb is, what would be a good conversion rate? Ooh, all across the board. I um, depending on how big that thumb is. Yeah, yeah. Thing. It all depends on what your product is. Like when a client comes to me and they have a $5 product, I'm like, nah, you're done. Uh, you can't play the game. Um, I get... I've had as low as 13 cent conversions with my video ads. Okay, I've had as high as $50 per conversion with video ads, but both get a return on investment. So if you're selling a $5,000 product, you can afford to pay $50 per conversion. If you're selling a $19.99 product, well, you might need to break even on that first sell. So the max you can go is $19. So it all depends on the company. But we have found there are some companies that can't play the game. The person that can pay the most per lead wins, and that's usually the case. And if you're com- out there competing in the video advertising realm, well, if you can only pay $5 a lead, you're com- you have some pretty tough competition because a lot of people can pay 10 times that. Well, is it, the, is it really uh, the, the value of the most expensive lead, or is it a marathon race? Let's say you're there for a week or two weeks in terms of your campaign instead of one or two days. Mm, that really, that's that always goes back to the actual numbers that it's producing. Uh, so that's just one of those that all depends. I guess if it's going if it's going well, then yeah, it makes sense to keep it going, yeah. right? But if it's not, yeah, and, yeah. and it's uh, it's it always has to be tested. Like everything we do on video marketing has to be tested and has to be tested multiple times. The worst thing I can see a client do is they come try it for two or three weeks and then they bail. Like some campaigns seriously take us six months to get a good ROI. But then once you nail down the demographics, once you nail down the ads and you have the right audiences, they just produce over and over and over for you. Then you just let them run. So what you're saying, this is not – if if you want instant gratification, this is not where you should be no. putting your uh, marketing uh, uh, dollars. Yeah, which is hard. And I it, clients always want to test a few dollars here and a few dollars there. But nah, if you want to play, yeah, be ready to put some money into it. Put so, some sweat into it and you keep going until you get it right. I Every company can be successful with video ads and they just need to keep working at it until the numbers work out for them. What would be the uh, the keys to success? Um, uh, well, here's what I always tell people. 
what you lack in knowledge, you have to make up in time. So if you don't know, don't know what you're doing, you have to have the time to be able to go to work and put 40 hours a week into it. If it's just a hobby and you have a couple hours here, a couple hours there, no, you better go out and hire somebody. But everything you do from the Facebook platform to the AdWords, it's all out there. It can be used and you can learn to use it. There's enough tutorials, but it, it just takes time. So if you have 40 hours a week, yeah, do it yourself. If you want to save yourself some cash and you're not going to put forth really an effort, yeah, you better hire somebody. I have to tell you, there's a few things like there's some Facebook ads and YouTube ads especially. There's a few tweaks that make all the difference. Um, little things that you do that you will learn as you test that will make all the difference. So, so if you want to learn those, go to whyinkmarketing.com and ask Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. There's <laughs> good guys out there. I always feel bad. But, yeah, I mean, I'm always – I'm an open book. I usually will help people, whatever they need. I'm out there to help them. And then if they want our services, great. So, Jace, to put you on the spot, and you don't have to name any any names, but – What's your if you had to say what was your the favorite campaign that you did for because I, I'm just intrigued by this whole, you know, like gotta grab their attention, you know, you gotta do something crazy in the first few seconds. What was the one that while you were making it, it actually like made you laugh doing it because this was so much fun? Um th- there's a couple. Not okay, so one of the ones we did, I liked the obviously I own a company called Y Draw. We started the whole whiteboard animation thing. Uh, we did one that was entertaining the whole guy jumping out of the audience and pulls out a bazooka. That was a fun one. It was just entertaining. And you know what? It got amazing results. It still gets results to this day. Um, if But there's some other ones that come to mind. So that one was a fun one to create that was for our own company. And it gets great conversions. You can also go check out like uh, Geico's. Geico... They always do the, hey, you can't skip this ad because it's already over. Right. Okay? And then they have the dog that jumps up on the table. And the whole time they're holding that out past 30 seconds. And there's a reason they're doing that. Whenever you're running YouTube ads, you want your video to be longer than 30 seconds so that you don't get charged. If they skip it, you don't get charged. And if they don't watch out past 30 seconds, you're not going to get charged. Okay, so Geico created that ad that was already over within 10 seconds. And then they just kept running it out. Genius. Okay? Yeah, and they've done that. They just came out with a new one I saw the other day that was really good. Um, another really entertaining one, a guy had electric uh, jumper cables. He had them hooked up to a little puppy. So he hooked these electric cables up to a puppy and then said, hey, you can skip this ad. <laughs> electrocute this puppy. And then he right. sticks the jumper cables on the skip sign. And that was actually – a really good one. Really Emotionally manipulating, but yeah. effective. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very well, effective. So, yeah, I mean, but, you, you almost have to use either surprise or shock or humor or some sort of real strong emotion to get that to, to do that first grab. Yeah, yeah. No, the worst are is crappy videos are tough. Now, when I say crappy, I don't mean like cheap because a lot of times a video like a guy came to me here's a good example we ran an instagram video ad a few weeks ago he shoots a video on his iphone and what he does is he he's uh he books people with a recording artist so if you're a musician or you're an artist he is the guy that you go to to get an actual meeting okay 
So he came up and he sends me this video ad and it was horrible. Like I looked at it and I was like, whoa, it was kind of like a rapper dude sitting on his couch, shooting his iPhone. And he basically just says, hey, I'm the dude that you guys need to come to if you're a recording artist. And if you saw this ad, you would think, no way. Is it <laughs> well, we launched it just on Instagram alone. We went after iTunes. We went after SoundCloud. We went after indie artists. And the guy, his program is, if he sets a, a meeting, it's $3,500 to get you set up. We spent probably around $500, and he made $7,500 just from that video. And his conversions with people who actually direct messaged him was like $4. So every direct message he got was $4. Obviously, he had to close them. But last time I talked to him, he we spent about $500, and he's closed about $7,500. So sometimes you can't tell. Yeah. So that I stand and corrected. I'm like, okay, an iPhone video, they work. Um, nice, easy. Yeah. Just genuine videos also work really well. I think in authenticity, that's so true. I mean, that's really the, that's where you want to, you want to strike that balance of making it seem like it doesn't completely suck and you're not wasting somebody's time, but also that they're not being just overtly sold to. And it's easy for us to say that, you know, striking the balance is important. But like you said, sometimes even the people who do it for a living, you know, it's, it's in an exact science. You don't know exactly when to, when you've got it. All right. I think that's uh that's a good place to, uh, to, to stop for, uh, for today. I think that we, uh, we've all learned a lot. Uh, Jace is the, once again, Jace Vernon, the owner of Y Inc marketing and Jace, why don't you tell them where they can, uh, follow up on you if they, uh, if they'd like. Sure. Yeah. You can always get a hold of me, go to Y Inc, Y I N C marketing.com. I've also provided lots of tutorial videos. You can go check out if you want to learn how to actually run some of these ads. Um, pretty specific or if you're looking for videos you have the video 2.0 guys you could go to ydraw.com um, but yeah I'm an open book so if you have questions let me know I can help you out sounds good so that'll do it for this episode of video marketing 2.0 I want to thank our guest Jace Ver- Vernon uh, as well as my co-host Joel Gubich uh, I want to let you know that our this episode will be up on our website, uh, videomarketing20.net, videomarketing20.net. We'll also have the show notes page that you can find all the information that uh, Jace just mentioned, plus some other resources related to the episode. And also remember to listen to this podcast on or download this podcast on either iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. Joel, am I missing uh, SoundCloud, one? SoundCloud, tune SoundCloud, in. SoundCloud, tune in. Uh, wherever you can find it. Just <laughs> wherever, wherever you can find it. And don't forget to leave a rating as well because that allows uh, other people to find this podcast as well. So once again, for Jace, Joel, and myself, we want to thank you for listening. And please tune in next time for Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.